A truly fascinating sicha. It's going to speak about where is the Arden right now and how did it get there? And how does that touch upon the eternity of the Beis HaMikdash versus the Churban of the Beis HaMikdash? And what does that mean to us? Really, truly a special sicha. In Onay Perek Dalit von Hilches Beis Abchira. In the beginning of the fourth Perek of Hilches Beis Abchira, Hilches Beis Abchira are the halachas, the chosen house, the house that was chosen by the Abish, they're referring to the Beis Amigdash. Nach dem vi de Ramam schreibt, was hat sich gefunden in Kedesh Akadashim. After the Ramam writes, what was in the Kedesh Akadashim? As Evan Hoysa be Kedesh Akadashim, there was a rock in the Kedesh Akadashim, known as the Evan Shesia. The Rock of Foundation. Bimarave on the western end of the of the Kedusha Gedashim. Munach upon which the Orin was sitting together nearby. And nearby there was a jar of Mon and the Mata, the staff of Aaron Akayin, known for various different miracles, including the fact that uh, almonds grew on it uh, during the Machlaikas, during the dispute with Kairach. The Ramam continues. The Ramam goes off, so to speak, in a historical uh, story. And he knew that it, ultimately it was going to be destroyed. He built within the Beis Amigdash a place to hide the Arin, Lamata beneath. Under the ground, in deep and winding hiding places or tunnels. Then later on in history, many years later, in the era of Yeshio Hamelach, Tziva he commanded the or and had it hidden in the place that Shlema built. Shnemar, as the Pasik said, and he said, La to the people of Shevet Levi, referring to the Kayanim. Hamavinim lechal Yisrael, who teach the Yidden, who give bina, who give understanding to the Yidden. Hakidoshim la Hashem, those who were holy to Hashem. He said to them, Tnu es Arain Hakidosh, place the holy Arain, Bebayis Asher Banashleim, Ben David Malach Yisrael, in the home, in the place that Shleima, the son of David, the king of Yidden, the king of Yisrael, had built. And then he said to these Kayanim, Ein lechamase bekasev. There's no more carrying on the shoulder, which is how the Arain was usually transported. This cannot be done anymore because the Arain is uh, hidden. Now go and serve Hashem, the Gaimar, etc. And with the Arain was also hidden the staff of Arain and the jar of Mon and a bottle of Shemen Amishcha, the an oil for anointing. And these did not return when the base, second base Amigdash was built. Then the Ramam adds one more piece of information that seemingly is not connected or not too connected. And also the Urim Vitumim that they had in the second base Amigdash would not respond. In the first base Amigdash, the Kayan Gadol could ask questions of the Abishter, and the Abishter would respond through the letters that were on the stones of the Cheshen Mishpat. 
and the the uh, the within the the inside the flap of the Cheshen Mishpat, there was a piece of parchment that had on it the name of Hashem, known as the Urim V'Tumim. In the second Beis Hamikdash, it did not answer any questions, so it it was there, but it did not uh, uh, serve as a uh, as a way to get answers from the Eibushter through Ruach Hakodesh. This is what the Rambam says in the beginning of Perek Dalid of Hilchas Beis Abchira. Darfum Farshtein v'Mefarshim Fregin, the Mefarshim ask on the Rambam, and primarily this question and answer comes from the Chidushim Ubiurim Lehayivitz, which is the uh, the Sefer, one of the Svarim of Rabbi Yaakov Emdin on the Rambam. So we have to understand what is the halachic practical relevance from the uh, long from this elaborate story? Where, how, and through whom the Aram was hidden? The words of the Rambam in this in the in the Sefer Ayad in the 14th Svarim of Mishnah Torah are said. When they are, when they have relevance in halacha, udvarim shein yitzem ehadin meadinim, and and words that no din, no halacha comes from it, v'loy muser v'anhaga v'yediyah hatzricha, nor ethical conduct or necessary knowledge that a person needs to know. Ein mi darkei zal zichreni levracha liyitapu v'ham bechibruzeh. It is not the way of the Rambam to uh, to involve himself. It, with this stuff, with this information in this compilation, in the teachings of Yad Chazaka, the Ramam is totally focused on halacha and historical information about who uh, uh, did something or when it was done that doesn't have practical halachic relevance. The Ramam doesn't talk about it. So the question is, why? Or what here? What is the the nafkimina la What is the halachic relevance of this story? Nachmer. Additionally, this I, this concept, how and where the aron is hidden, is is a topic that is learned in machloikis. There is an argument about this in the Gemara. For example, Rabbi Eliezer says, and Rashbi say, Oren The Oren was taken to Bavel. Rabbi Yehuda ben Lakish says, nignus. The Oren was hidden in its place, which is what the Rambam is saying. Chacham said it was hidden. It didn't go to Gaul, it didn't go to Gaul, to in Bavel, but it was hidden in the chamber in the Beis Amikdash where they used to store the 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 wood, the logs for the for the for the fire on the mizbeach. Nigmar tells a story there that somebody discovered the floor wasn't even and that something was hidden beneath it. So we have various different opinions. So why does the Ramam conclude according to one of the opinions? When this, when when how you paskin is seemingly not relevant Lidin. In other words, the Rambam, if he's going to choose one of the opinions, which is a machlekes in Gemara, it must be must have some relevance. 
So why would the Rambam pick sides in a machlekes in Gemara where when the sides have no relevance in halacha? Base. Mefarshim farenfer and the Mefarshim answer, and again this is primarily the Yaivitz, but also something similar is brought in the Chassam Soifer, as Tzedek, Gadol, Yesh, Rabbeinu, there is a very important need for the Rambam to speak about this. According to the Rambam Shita, which he talks about in the in the sixth Pedic of these of Hilchas Beis Abchira, that the Rambam holds that the Kedusha of the Beis Amigdash never ceased to suffer. Rabbeinu the Alter the Alter, the Rambam holds the Hachmils the Kedusha Sabayis lebatla this din. That the Ktusha of the Beis Hamikdash is not bottled, doesn't seize. Asla command us is following the opinion that because the Aron is still there, it's still there underground. Therefore, the Kedusha of the Beis Hamikdash is lay bottled. and it has a relevance at least with regards to somebody going into the space of the Beis HaMikdash, it makes sense to say that it is dependent on the fact that it says in one Pasik that within the Paroiches, within the space of where the Paroiches was, and it also says in front of the Kapoiris, the Kapoiris is the cover of the Oren, is Mashma. So this implies that when is there a problem for someone to go, to go into the Kaidish HaKadoshim on the other side of the Paroiches, is if the Kapoiris is there. So Bias Amigdash, going into the base Amigdash, the, the prohibition of going in is dependent on the fact that the Oren is there. And if you say Oren, that the Oren is there, it's just up under the ground, then that prohibition still applies. And Kedusha Zabai is Le'Batla, and the holiness didn't cease. And therefore there is a practical halacha that when the Rambam takes, takes the opinion of Oren, that the Oren was buried in that, was buried, was hidden in that, that spot, then it has a practical relevance. That even today, when there's no base, when there's no, when there's, when you can't see the orin, you're still not allowed to go there because the orin is still there. That is the answer of the Yaivitz explaining the Rambam. The Rambam comes to tell us this, these halachas, the story rather about the fact that the Mishkan and the orin was hidden because it's relevant halacha. Since the Aaron is still there, therefore, the holiness did not cease, and therefore it is prohibited, according to Halacha, for somebody to enter into that space. But the Rebbe says this question needs to be analyzed, understood. While the fact that the Rambam, besides for the fact that the Rambam himself explains his reason why he holds that when Shleima Melech was Mekadosh Lishaito, when he sanctified, when he when he made the place holy, it was for that time and he sanctified it for the future. Says the Rambam, why? Because the kedusha of the Beis Hamikdash and the kedusha of Yerushalayim is based on the presence of the Shechina of the Eibster, and the Shechina doesn't cease. The Shechina is there forever, and therefore. 
for the kedushas there forever. But in them is lecheder nitnegeya dafke der makim aaron, which according to that, where exactly the aaron is located is not relevant. So besides for the fact that this whole chiddush, this whole approach that the Rambam holds that that the kedushas the kedushas of the mikdash is lay batla because of makim aaron bimkayme nignes contradicts what the Rambam says in Allah tezayin that it's not about the makim aaron but it's about the shechina. So that's so that is a general question that we're not even gonna, gonna gonna focus on right now because the 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 uh, the Yaivitz seems to take uh, an approach that the Ramam is basing his Allah on Aram Ignis, when an Allah Tazain the Ramam seems to say something different. Is nit moving, but nevertheless, there is something else that's not understood. And the Rebbe is gonna go through the Rambam through the words of the Rambam, and he's going to take little by a bit by bit, and he's going to explain how seemingly almost everything that the Rambam says is totally superfluous according to the understanding of the Yavitz. First of all, If the old thing, the, 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 according to the Yavitz, if the whole point of the Rambam is to tell us that the Aryan was hidden in its place, and therefore the, the Kedusha Sabayis lay Batla, that the holiness of the Beis Amigdash, and that space continues to, to, to be relevant and no one is allowed to go there, then the Ramam could have, could have said in three words, that the Aurim was hidden in its place. Nevertheless, as we just learned and as the Rebbe is going to elaborate, the, Ram, the Rambam doesn't suffice with three words. The Rambam elaborates. Ober, the Rambam is, nevertheless, the Rambam is, is as follows. Aleph, soysim, bonoboi mokim lignes bei The Rambam, when he says that Shlomo built a place to hide the Aaron, he doesn't say that he built it in the base, in the Kedosh HaKadoshim, or Bim Koymoy. He says, he built in it. What does it say in the sentence? When Shlomo built the base on Mikdash, he built in it a place to hide the Aaron. And doesn't say, and we don't know if boy goes on the bias which he just spoke about, or the kodesh akadoshim which he spoke about earlier. In that case, the Rambam seems to miss the most important point. The fact that the Aryan was concealed, was hidden in its place, is not emphasized in the words of the Rambam. If the whole part of the Rambam is Aryan, not only does he not say that, but even what he does say doesn't clearly identify that the Rambam holds that Aryan Kaimen Ignis. As far as the Ramam is speaking so far, Bonoboy, he built in the base in the in the base of Mikdash. Doesn't say where. Base. Er break ni teruf dem pasik was ved gebracht in Gemara. The Gemara mesechte Yuma brings a pasik to prove that Aaron will become an ignis by he sham adayimaza that it was there was placed there until this very day. From this, the Gemara learns if it's still today. Even though we can't see it, it must be buried, it must be hidden in that space. But the Ram doesn't bring that Pasik. Madgish, Madgish, as the Oren Gefinsich Oich 
And that is the most important thing, that even today, somebody who goes into that space is chayiv. So if the Ramam wanted us to know that the Aaron is still there, then he should have brought this Pasik by Yishem Adim Gimel v'ikir, does for effort in Gansen it far vast the Raman bring yadideye as Yeshiyo what gain is going to Marin. It still doesn't answer why the Raman chooses the opinion that Yeshiyo was the one that hid the Aron, but does his clown it negea la inyan to the Aron is bimkayma nignis other than lishka seitzim. Now. It, it does tell us that the Ramam holds that it wasn't Gavol Abavil. At least not for, for now, because there's opinion that says the first Yishio hit it, and then it came back up, and then it was Gavol Abavil. So there's various different opinions that speak about what did ultimately happen to the Oren. But here the Ramam is taking a position that it was, that it was buried by Yishio. But that doesn't answer the question, was it buried in the Lishka Sa'etim, which is one, like, like the opinion of the Chachamim, or was it buried in the Malkim Ha'arim, which is seemingly what the Ramam is trying to say, according to the Yavits. So these are our first three questions that we have on the Rambam. That if the Rambam is trying to tell us, Aram Kem number one, why doesn't he just say that? Why does he say Bona Boy instead of that it was in the Kedesh Akadashim? Why doesn't he bring the Pasik Vahishim Adayimazeh that tells us that it was still that it's still there till today and therefore you can't go there today? And number three, why does the Rambam focus on, uh, uh, to try to bring a conclusion to the Machloikis and the Gemara and say that it was Yeshio who was the one who uh, hid the Nachmer? So these are three general questions that, that, that where we see that the Rambam doesn't even, isn't trying to make his point about Aram Gremi Nignes. The point that the Ibitz is saying, that the Rambam is trying to say, we don't see that because of the way the Rambam phrases what, he, what, what, the phrases, what he's writing. Nochmer. In Sif Dalad, the Rambam is going to bring various things that are just extra. In other words, here, the Rambam is pointing on the things that the Rambam should have done that didn't do. In Sivdal, he just says things that the Rambam didn't have to say, and that he says them. In both of these concepts, both with regards to where it was done, and, and who did it, is the Rambam elaborates with various details. Number one, that who built the place. Who built the hiding place? Bays of their mockum is given lamato be matmanius akumis vakakolis that the place was beneath the 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 uh the shakim in these deep and winding hiding places. Gimalazio Hamelech Tsiva Vigonze, Nitstam Gonze. The Lashna Gimara is Yeshio Gonze, Yeshio hid it. The Ram adds the words Tsiva, Yeshio commanded and had it hidden. And he says that they hid it in the place that Shlema built. Doesn't say he hid it there. He, look at the sentence. The sentence is that Shlema Melech Bana Boy Mokim Lignes. And then you could have said the Gonze Sham. You just said the Shlema, the one who built it. Why did you have to repeat the fact that he hid it in the place that Shlema built? Hey, I bring to do Faraya from Pasik. Why does he bring a Pasik? Vov is their tzumaitik from Pasek Echtiverter, in addition to the words of the Pasek that serve as a proof to this teaching, which are the words, Tnu es arein ha-koydish, bebais asher bono shleima, place the arein in the hiding place that shleima built, 
In addition to that, he adds before that, to the Kayanim who were teaching to the, the Yidin who were holy to Hashem. And after the words to Nu, he adds Shlema Ben David Melech Yisrael. And then he adds that he told the Kayanim, because if you're not anymore carrying it on your shoulders, now go serve Hashem. Which all of these words seem to not add anything to the proof that Yeshua Melech is the one who, who, who had them hide it in the place that Shlema Melech built. In other words, even if you wanted to say that Shlema built it, and even if you want to say that Yeshua is the one who commanded them to hide it. And even if you want to bring a Pasik to prove this from the words Tnu S why do we need this entire pasuk with all of these extra details? From the Allah Pratimanal, what is the halachic relevance to all of these additional details? So if Bayes was focusing on the fact that the things that Rambam does or says do not are not consistent with the message that he's trying to bring according to the Yivitz. See if Gimel brings questions. Oh, sorry, this is, this is still part of Siv Beis. From, from Question Dalid is focusing on is focusing on the various details that, seem, that just seem to be extra. Like even if for whatever reason, the Ramam didn't, didn't write it the way he, did, the way he should have, so to speak, in Question Dalid Beis Gimel, still all of these extra details are irrelevant. In Siv Gimel, the Rebbe is going to ask two more questions that are more Pshat questions. From Rambam, when reading the Rambam on a very simplistic level, it says was building a base Amikdash. He knew that it was going to be destroyed, so he built a place to hide. Seems to imply that Shlema built this place on his own accord. Because he's the one who knew that it was going to be destroyed. So therefore, he figured we need to do something with the Aaron. He's Tamua. So this raises a question. All of the parts and the details of the Beis Amikdash were built according to the commandment of Hashem. As the Pesach says, Talking, built the Beis Amikdash, but David wrote the plans. Where did he get the plans? Everything was written down. Which he received from the Abishter himself, the Hashem himself gave David Amelech the, 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 the details of all of the parts and all of the plans of the base Amigdosh. And Shlema Amelech followed the plans that he got from his father, that, that David Amelech got from the Abishter. How is it possible that Shlema Amelech added on an additional space in the base Amigdosh from, uh, on his own accord? If every single detail in the Beis Amikdash was built according to the instructions of the Abishter, how all of a sudden does Shleima Amalach go and build something or add something that the Abishter didn't tell him to do? Beis. Vos is the Ramah Messiah Manao, Baruchas Benegea, Urim V'tumim V'bayisheni. Why does the Ramah add the whole piece that the Urim Bitumim didn't work in the Beis Amigdash, but nevertheless the Kayan would wear it and it would be Mashlim, it would complete the eight garments that the Kayan Gadol is obligated to wear. 
It's true. The Unim Betumim have a common denominator with the fact that they, because of the fact that they did not return they were not, uh, in the second base of Mikdash, just like the Orin that was not brought back for the second base of The whole discussion about the Unim Betumim does not belong in the halachas of the base of, of the building of the base of Mikdash, nor to big day kona. Rather, it belongs to the to the section that discusses the garments of the Kayanim. But Mikoyimam is in Hilchas Klei Amikdash Ve'Evdumay, which belong in the halachas of the Kalim of the Mikdash, and those who worked in the base of Mikdash. Namely the Kayanim. And the Ramam breaks the and the Ramam does discuss this very thing over there in those halachas. So the Vaz breaks the Ramam, the meaning da in the Chazvei Zabchina. So why does the Ramam bring it here? Musman Zag, and therefore we must conclude as the Shaykhis when Urim Betumim to Orin is not not in them was the Chazvei Bayisheni. Nor is the Habana Shaykhis Mesmin in Orin. So from the fact that the Ramam brings it here, and we know that the Ramam's a, a, a breakdown of the halachas and what he placed in which set of halachas and what he put in which svarim was very precise, and everything everything is in its right place. If the Ramam takes something that is really the garments of the Kayan Gadol that belongs in a different set of halachas and brings it here in these halachas, it must mean that in addition to the fact that both of these things coincidentally didn't, did not, were not brought back in the time of the, base, of the second base Amikdash, there must be a deeper connection between them. There must be a connection between the Urim Betumim and the Orin. Which is why it is brought in the halachas of Chida together with the dinim of the Aron. We have to understand what that is. What is the connection? What is the deeper connection between the Urim Betumim and the Aron, which would explain to us why the Rambam brings the, this detail about the Urim Betumim in Hilchas Beisabchira while discussing the Aron. <laughs> Let's make sure we've uh, we've gone through our questions. Number one, according to the Yaivitz, that the Rambam's uh, uh, the point of this halacha in Rambam is to teach us that the Rambam holds arim nignas, and therefore you're not allowed to go into that space. First of all, why does the Rambam elaborate? Why doesn't he write it very short? And um, if we go in the order of what the Rambam says, he says v'yadash asayfi which implies that the Rambam, which implies that Shleimah Melech did it on his own accord. How does that work with the fact that everything else was, was told him to him by the Eibishter? Why does it say, boy mokim lignes, and, not, and not exactly where it was, if the Rambam is trying to tell us that it was Bimkoyme Nignes? And why does the Rambam add the words, what, is, what, 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 what does that, do those details add to us? And why does the Rambam choose to, make, to take sides in the Machlekes and say that it was Yeshio who was the one who hit it? And why does he add the word, Tziva Ugnozei? Why does he add the words and not say just Sham over there, which he just spoke about? Why does he add in the Pasuk, and why does he add Ben David Melech Yisrael? And why does he add And why does he, uh, uh, Debbie didn't ask this question, but the, the, the uh, Rebbe is going to address in one of the Ha'oris. Why does he add the fact that Mata Aaron, the staff of Aaron and the jar of Mon, and the Shem and Amishcha were also hidden in this hiding place. Why does the Rambam have to add that? And finally, why does the Rambam bring in the Urim Betumim? Uh, and what is the connection between the Urim Betumim and the Urim? 
So these, if you go down the this halacha in Rambam, literally every single line has uh, has more and more questions. If this, if the Rambam was coming to teach us the way that Yaivitz taught it to us, then seemingly this whole this whole halacha of Rambam is not understood. So to understand the answer to to, the, uh, to this question, of course the Rebbe is going to teach us that that, that the that the that the that the Rambam is talking about here is not that Aron Ignis, but there's something else entirely. The Rebbe is going to introduce a huge chiddush in in halacha that the Rambam is teaching us. But before we can get there, the Rebbe is going to introduce one more question that we have on the Rambam, and based on that. That will lead us to to gain an entirely new perspective in what the Ramam is teaching us. We'll begin by asking a question about the place where, place in the Rambam, where the Rambam chooses to tell us this halacha. And again, we're going to go back to the Rambam's very organized uh, structure of the halachis and the prakim within the halachis of Rambam. In the beginning of Hilchas Besabchir, the Rambam says, These are the things that are important, that are primary in the building of the Beis Amikdash. You build a holy, holy of holies, the open space. Then he says you would put Kalim into the Mesamikdash, such as the Mizbeach and the Menorah, etc. And then lists the, the, the various different Kalim, the, the furniture of the Mesamikdash and where they were placed in, in the Mesamikdash. That's Perek Aleph. So Perek Aleph is like, an, is like a general overview of the Mesamikdash, of what was there. What, what, what were the main sections and what were the kalim that were in there and various other halachas that are sort of general halachas with regards to the Beis HaMikdash. In divided the Prakim, Perik Beis Vigimel. Then the next two Prakim is the Ramam Mavarit Suras HaKalim Mechul. The Ramam explains the, the designs of what the various different pieces of furniture looked like in the Beis HaMikdash. In Perik Beis, he talks about the Mizbeach HaChitzen, the outer Mizbeach, and the Keves, the ramp that led up to it. In Perik Gimel, he talks about the Menorah, and the various different tools and implements that were that were needed for the Menorah. And he talks about the Shulchan. And the Mizbeach HaKtoidus, the inner Mizbeach that was placed inside the Kodesh. And the Kiyor, the wash basin that was outside of the Kodesh. That's what he talks about in Perik Beis and Gimel. When in Perik Revi, and in the fourth Perik of these halachas, Ilchaz Besabchira, Tzura Sabayis, the design of the actual building. Koisle Abayis, the walls. Heichal. The, 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 where, where the Kaidish was, Sha'arim Vukhulu, Sha'arim, the various different gates or entranceways that went into the base, in, into the base Amigdash, Vukhulu, and other things related to the Tsura Sabayis, the design of the actual building. Shteltzich Tishaila, so this raises the question. That Arin Balang the Khairit Sakleya Amigdash. The Arin seemingly is one of the vessels, one of the pieces of furniture. That's, that, 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 that are in the base Amigdash. Like it's, it's something that was a movable object that was brought in to the building, placed in a certain place, like the Oren, sorry, like the Menorah, like the Shulchan, etc. And we passed the Rhine, the Yarikis, in the Aloha now, they can gnisa the Oren in Perikravit Surah Sabayis. So, how does this 
this long conversation about the, the hiding place of the Oroin, how does it fit into the fourth Pedic, which is about the building, building the noun, not building the verb, about the, about the design, uh, the layout of the building. The Oroin belongs where he's talking about the Kalim. Is there from Gufegidrungen? So from this we can derive Ados was the Aron Gifinsek and Kedus Akadoshim. The fact that the Aron was there in the Kedus Akadoshim is Ledas Arambam a Prat from Tzuras Abayis. According to the Rambam, the Aron was a, was a, a a part, an element in the building, not in the furniture. The Aron is not not a Kaili was Gifinsek in Kedus Akadoshim. Al Derech with the Andere Kli Amikdus the Aron is not just another another vessel, another piece of furniture that happens to be placed in the Kedush Hakadoshim, like the other uh, uh, parts that were placed in the Kedush in the Hechel. No, that is a tale from them was Kedush Hakadoshim binyanatzmi. The Aron is a piece of the building of the Kedush Hakadoshim. We build as the Aron machdem based on Migdash for Abayis Hashem, since the Aron is what makes the base of Migdash into a home for Hashem. Kabeish Hakasav and the Adati LeChashem, as the pasuk says, I will meet you there. The Abish are communicated and uh, with, with Moshe Rabbeinu, with Aaron Akoyin, with the, with the Koyin Godel, there in the Kedush Hakadoshim, uh, 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 between the the Kruvim that were that were on top of the Aaron. So the Aaron makes creates a space. For, uh, creates a possibility for the Abishta to communicate with Yidin, and therefore it makes the bias Lashem, and according to this, the Aroin the, the is not seen as a Kaili, the Aroin is seen as a piece of the building, which is why the Raman puts it in Pedic Dalit that discusses the building of the base Amikdosh. Under Mitis Musber was the Raman Rechet Nitim Aroin, Sevishin declare Amikdosh as Mefarat and the Halacha Anal in Onimilchas base of Chira. This also explains why in, in Halacha Vav of Pedic in the first Pedic, when the Rambam discusses the Kalim, the various Kalim, before he goes into the details in Pedic Beis and Gimel, in the first Pedic, he just lists what they are and where they were placed. So the Rambam lists, lists the Kalim and does not mention and does not mention the Arun. Why doesn't he mention the Arun amongst the Kalim? Because the Arun wasn't one independent Kalim. Since a tale from Kedush Hakadoshim, the Arun is a piece of the Kedush Hakadoshim. So this is how the Rebbe learns the Rambam. The Ramam Shita in the Aron, the Aron was not seen as a Kali, the Aron was seen as a piece of the Beis Amikdash, of the building of the Beis Amikdash, more specifically of the building of the Kalish Akadashim. According to this, this raises an a great question. That according to this, in the second base of Mikdash, where the Aaron where the Aaron was not placed in its proper space, in, in its in the Kedush Hakadoshim, is the Kedush Hakadoshim of Vachan the Aaron is a chelik nitkim amishlei musay. Then the Kedush Hakadoshim is not intact. Which means that in the second place of Mikdash, there wasn't just a detail missing, but that rather a primary element of the actual building of the base of Mikdash is missing. How could that be? To answer this question, bring the Rambam. The Gansadich is making the Sar and the Rambam brings the whole elaborate story about the hiding place of the Orin. Was there meat that was the meat very verstandig as Eichel by Yisheni had not felt to be in the bias? According to the way the Rambam explains what happened to the Orin, we will see that nothing was missing in the second base of Mikdash. In the meaning to say, in the actual structure of the building, there was nothing missing. 
which we have yet to explain. But the, the, the Rebbe is explaining that the Rambam, <clears throat> the reason the Rambam is Mairich in this story about the Gnisa Sa'orin is not to tell us that Aramim Kaimen Ignis because of the halacha that a person can't go there because Ktusus Abayis Leibatla because the because the the holiness didn't cease. The, 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 the Rambam is actually telling us that despite the fact that the Orin wasn't there on the Evan Shasia, nevertheless, nothing in the structure of the Beis Amikdash was actually missing during the second Beis Amikdash when the Orin wasn't there. Der Bir Here's the explanation. Das was the Rambam Zak to Beis Shabana Shlema, and the fact that the Rabbim says that when Shleim HaMelech built the Beis HaMikdash, he built a place in it to hide the Aron. The intent of the Rambam It's not there in order to conclude where exactly the Aron was. As the Gemara says, that which happened in the past already happened. There's no practical relevance to, to, to halachically to know exactly where it was. The Ramam is introducing a new din in the structure, in the building of the Beis HaMikdash. The building, the hiding of the Oren wasn't something that was done in a, in a state of emergency because there was no choice. Nor by Binyan Habayis is Melechat Chilo Yuskishtelt Givarin as the Orin Zol Kilu Habin Sveim Kemes Mesa Migdash. When building the Mesa Migdash, it was designed to begin with to have two spaces for the Orin. Aleph Amakim Goliath, after Evan Shusiyah Bekedus Yigdashim, one an open display when it was placed upon the Evan Shusiyah, the Raka Foundation. In the Kedush Hakadoshim, base, but in addition to that, they melechatchile designed a space, a mokim, to gainazayin him to hide it. Lemata beneath the Kedush Hakadoshim, bimatmoyniyos amukis alkalkolis in these winding, deep tunnels. Oich dem art is melechatchile achelik from the bias. The hiding place, the place beneath the Kedush Hakadoshim, is also part of the base Hamikdash. The hiding of the Oren was not something that was added on later because it was because it was necessary to hide and protect the Oren. It's part of the halacha of building Just like for the base Hamikdash to be complete, there has to be a place, namely the Kedush HaKadoshim, where the Oren would stand there in a revealed way. When during the time of the first base Amigdash, Azeid after base Amigdash, Eichab and Amakim Gniza in Kedush Hakadoshim, therefore so too the base Amigdash also has to have a hiding place also in the Kedush Hakadoshim for them Aren for the Aren under Mitved Bavarin the Nitzchis from Kedush Hakadoshim, and this 
addresses the eternity of the Kedosh HaKadoshim. Because the Aron is a, is, is a primary element of the Kedosh HaKadoshim. So therefore, in order for the Kedosh HaKadoshim to be intact, it needs to have the Aron at all times. So therefore, from the very get-go, they designed a place in the Kedosh HaKadoshim or beneath the Kedosh HaKadoshim where the Aron could be hidden so that way the, the Kedosh HaKadoshim would still have would still have its 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 most important piece, the Aaron. And this is what the Rama means when Shlema built the base of Mikdash, because you could have asked the question, as we did, why is it relevant that this was done by Shlema? So he answers. And again, we also asked, it seems like Shlema built it on his own accord. So we say, no, the fact that Ramam says this is not just to tell us a piece of information that Shlema Amalek was the one that did it. And certainly, he didn't do it on his own accord. By the very building of the Beis HaMikdash, he already knew at that point that there's going to be a destruction. And he was commanded by the Abishter, and therefore he built the hiding place. The Aaron must be in the Kedoshim. Had Shlema been commanded, like why did the Yadah say for the Kharif? Why did he say that Shlema knew it was going to be destroyed? Because if Shlema was commanded, build me a, a, a basement, build me a place uh, beneath. With without knowing the purpose of it, without having been told that there's going to be a churban, and therefore we need a place to hide the to hide the the, the, the orin. in that case, that would mean as be'esa binyan is the makom nitniskadosh kivarin alza makom nedushas orin in kedushakadoshim. That would then Shlema would not have sanctified that hiding place as a place that would be used. For the holiness of the Aaron in the Kedoshim, it would just be it would just be a uh, subterranean space that would be that, that 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 would be there in case something is needed, and then it wouldn't be be considered part of the Kedoshim. The Rambam is telling us that from the very beginning, when they built the Beis Hamikdash and when they built the Kedoshim, they they sanct not only they built they built and they were Makadish, they sanctified a space. For the Orin, besides the actual Mokim uh, Gali, the revealed space where the Orin was, and therefore is the Rambam Madgish, and therefore the Rambam emphasizes, Shlema did know that it was going to be destroyed. From the very beginning, he built a hiding place for the Orin. And this explains why the Rambam uses the words, that it was a place that was a, a deep, deep, and it was a, 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 in these like winding, uh, uh, cavernous spaces, implying that it was a place that was fit. It was the proper place to hide. In other words, it wasn't just they found a, a, a basement. It was built as a makam Geniza, as a hiding place. And therefore, if Shleiman knew that it was that there's going to be a churban, and he built this for the Aaron to be there at that time, obviously, he would have made it holy. He would have prepared it for that. There was a whole process. How you were makadish something. Ramam says how it's done. Uh, uh, how you were makadish a space to make it holy. So, B'meila moving as I just makadish, he didn't just build it, but he sanctified it. Alts makim Aaron, B'meila a tale from Kedush HaKadoshim. And therefore it's a piece, it's a part of the Kedush HaKadoshim. And this is, this is the answer to the question that the, 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 uh, the 
Aaron was an Iker, was a part of the Binyan, of the building of the Kedush HaKadoshim, but even in the Bayusheni, it wasn't lacking anything because it was still there in a place that was built specifically for it and was sanctified specifically for it. And therefore, even though we couldn't see it because it was beneath the ground, nevertheless, the Kedush Kadashim, HaKadoshim is still intact with the Aaron. In R32, he explains this is why the Ramam adds the fact that the jar of the mon and the mata Aaron, the staff of Aaron, and the bottle of anointing oil was there, was there as well to indicate how much this place beneath the Kedesh HaKadashim was built for the Aaron, so much so that the things that were supposed to be with it went with it. If it was just a place to hide, then they would have hid the Aaron and that's it, and they would have put it there. The fact that they put the other items there as well implies that to begin with, this was the new Makim Aaron. New for now, but planned out from the very beginning by the Abishter and commanded to Shleim HaMelech. So this is an incredible din that the Ramam is being mechadish. That the, the Aaron is an Iker Bebinyan Abayis and the Aaron and that the Aaron being in a, in a hiding place under the under the Kedushakadashim, what it does is it creates the the the, 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 the possibility that the that that during the second base amigdash the Kedushakadashim should still be intact because the Aaron is still there in its second place for and it was built for that purpose from the very beginning. Now let's go through the other questions, the other things that the Ramam says, and why they are so relevant to this teaching of the Ramam. Based on this, we'll understand why uh, the Ramam has to say that it was Yeshio HaMelech who, hit, who commanded and had the Aaron the, the, the hidden. And, and the point is going to be that all of these details that the Ramam adds they strengthen this point that the Aaron, the, that the Gniza, the hiding place of the Aaron, was built in from the very beginning by command of Hashem, by Shleim HaMelech, to, or to Shleim HaMelech, and that it was built, Melechatchila, not Bidiyeved, and it was, and, and, and therefore, it's considered a part of the, of the Beis Amigdash. To prove even stronger that the hiding place of the Aaron in this in, in, in this space is nitan inyu from was not done haphazardly because there was an emergency. Rather, it was designed that way to begin with. That this should be the hidden, the, the a hidden pro, but but proper place of the Aaron as a part of the Kedush Kedoshim, is that Ramah Mevayer, as Eich Gnizas Aaron, is far from Nit Be'es HaChurban, does Manfun B'Di'eved, so the Ramah explains, that when was the Aaron hidden? Not in the moment of the Churban, there are other opinions that say, that it was when the, when the enemies came, either they hid the Aaron, or the Aaron hid itself, according to the Chazdei David, the, the, the Ammam says no, it was Yeshio. Yeshio lived about 30 years before the Churban Abayas. And in his time, Yeshio, the Beis was not in any danger whatsoever. As those who know the uh, the history at that time, you know, the Yeshio was a very powerful king that 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 reigned independent and did not have any uh, allegiances to any of the other nations around. So therefore, therefore, at that time, Yeshio did not need to hide it. There was no emergency, there was no fear of the Goyim invading. 
And so this proves that when Yeshua went, that, that when Yeshua went and did this, he did this not in a, it wasn't a pidiyeved, but rather it was part of a lechatchila de plan that there's going to come a time that the base amigdash would, that the oren would have to be hidden. There's more than this. When talking about Yeshio, and we'll see the words that the Ramam chooses, it's going to tell us even more, not just that Yeshio did it in a time where it wasn't a Bidiyeved, but even as the Achnasel and the Kaim Genizasei, the bringing it in to the hiding place is given al derech umayin Achnasa sa'orin lekeiz yashma adishleima. It wasn't just done uh, in a in a uh, in a uh, in a hidden way, but it was done like today we would do Achnasa Seifetera. It was done with a whole ceremony, just like in the time of Shlema for the very beginning, when the Arim was uh, inducted into the Kedush Hakadoshim. What Yeshua Melech did was sort of emulate that by by making a whole event to bring the Arim into its hiding place. Where, how do we see this? Number one, Yeshua Melech. It was done by a king, which, which as we know, the Rambam says that, that to be Mekadosh, a space in the base Amikdash, one of the things you need is a king. So the fact that he was a Melech, is given there was Tziva Gonzai, and he's the one who commanded. The Gemara says Gonzai. So it could have been Yeshua himself. That would have been like he went in the middle of the night and he went and he hit it. By saying Tziva Vagonzai, it was it was more of a official thing. He commanded the people to do it. Similar to what Shleim Amalek did, who also he had other people do it. Bez, who did it? The Achnas is Durkifit Givan Durchalavim and Mavinim Lachal Yisrael Adeshim Lashem. Levim, I said earlier, doesn't mean here only Levim and not Kayanim. Levim means the people of Shevet Levi, implying the Kayanim, who were those who would teach Bina, teach knowledge to the Yidin, who were holy to Hashem. They were the ones who were commanded by Yeshua Amelech to do it. By Shleima, the Pasik says that the Kayanim brought the Oren, uh, the Oren to its place. Similarly, by Yeshua, he commanded the Kayanim to bring it to the right place. Under far is their pasuk medayik says agin emlashon to new es arayin akedus and byzer shemana shleima. Therefore, the pasuk says place it. Mecheda, if Yeshua Malach is telling them to take it away from the from the base from the mekedus akedushim and to hide it, she said kuchu es arayin akedus. Take it. No, but it says to new place it. It's not an act of removing the Arim from its place. It's being placed in its rightful place for this time. So the Pasuk that the Rambam brings to new is proving that it was being placed in a place where it belonged. Which by the way, we've answered the question, we, why does he bring in the part of the Pasuk, because he wants to show the comparison. Sorry. And we asked, why does the Ramam add this end of the Pasuk, that he said to the Koyanim, that you, you're not going to carry it on your shoulders, but you should still serve Hashem. 
He was telling them like this. Even though the Aaron from this point on is going to be in a state of hidden. Therefore you can't carry it on your shoulders. But that doesn't mean that there's now a lack in the avoid in serving Hashem in the base of Mikdash, nor quite the contrary. If do is Hashem on the Kechem, go serve Hashem in base of Mikdash, because the fact that the Aaron is hidden does not mean that something is missing in the structure, in the building of the base of Mikdash, and therefore you could continue to do your Avedah. So again, this end of the Pasuk again emphasizes that despite that the Aaron was missing, nothing was actually considered incomplete. And in R33, the Rebbe answers the question why it says Shlema ben David Melech Yisrael again to emphasize the fact that the that Yeshua HaMelech Yeshua was a king and he was in the same in the similar level to to uh, to Shlema who was also the king of the Yidden to emphasize the fact that this is something that's being done. Uh, uh, it, into a place that was already sanctified and was be being done with the power of Melech. So now as you go through, as you go through the Rambam, you see that each and every detail that the Rambam adds in is all part to build up this concept that what was happening now was not the fact that a, a, a piece of the two of, of the Binyan Abayis went missing, rather that it was designed this way by Shlei Mahamelech, was designed this way, was built that way, sorry, by Shlei Mahamelech. It was part of the plan. When it goes there, it's a there, it's a place where it belongs, and therefore the the Kedush HaKadoshim and the Binyan Abayis remain intact. The last thing we have to answer in the Rambam is why the Rambam adds the Urim Vitumim, about the Urim Vitumim. Now we'll understand why the Rambam concludes the halacha with the by with, with the story about the Oren betumim. The Rambam brings that dugmin to them. Says, "Zakin tachilas halacha vegin Oren." What the Rambam is saying about the Oren is is a chiddush. The fact that the Oren is is not there, but really it is there because it was supposed to be there because because it was supposed to be in the place where it's now. So the Rambam has to bring an example to this. As oichim bayishen is glendir Oren b'shleimus hainer b'mkaymei that even during the second base hamikdash when it, when when the when the Oren was not in the kodesh hakadoshim it was still considered intact in its rightful place. Chutz is glenashinu gadol begalu even though in a revealed way there was a major change. Motas nit gizen the base hamikdash because it couldn't be seen. So that, so how how do you do you explain this if you if you if there's, let's say there's no there's no comparison to the, no other case like this how can you truly say that the Aaron not being there is as if it's there so therefore the Raman brings the Urim Betum as a, it brings an example we found the same thing about the Urim Betum the they were considered intact even in the second base of Mikdash even though there was a major change they didn't answer the questions that they were asked you couldn't hear what they were saying the, 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 the revelation that they would give as the Urim Betumim the answers that they would give were lacking Vidas is going to be by addition with in comparison to how it was in the first base of Migdash. But they were still considered intact. The Ramam says, 
They did it to complete the eight garments of the Kohen Gadol, which means that despite the fact that there was a massive piece missing, the fact that they were that they were that they were that you couldn't see how or hear how they were answering questions, nevertheless they were still considered one of the Shmaina Begadim, and it was and, and and by wearing them, the Kohen Gadol completed his eight Begadim. So you see the concept of something not being seen and yet being able to be considered Bishlamus. Similarly the Arden, despite the fact that it couldn't be seen, nevertheless it was not lacking anything in its Shlamus, in its completion. And that reason is that I'm explained because it was placed in a in a whole Holy, sanctified place that it was intended to be there from the very, very beginning. So, overall, we have now answered the all of the questions that we had on the Rambam, and we understand that the Rambam is not just coming to teach me that I'm not allowed to go there, uh, um, um, and I'm not allowed to walk in there because it's still holy. It's much, much more than that. Even during the Bayisheni. When the Besamikdash was standing, the Arin is not the the, the, the is not missing anything because the Arin is in a place that it was intended to be from the beginning. This creates, this teaches us an incredible concept and an incredible greatness, not just of the second that even during the second Beis the Kedosh Akedoshim was intact and the Orin was in its rightful place. This also emphasizes an incredible quality about the first Beis Amigdash. Even though on the surface the first place this was not an eternal building, as like a can't I don't give an there was a destruction of a is on a deeper level, even the first place amigdash has a sense of eternity. The first place amigdash has a hiding place, but in M is which was never destroyed. The Arun is there till this very day. Meaning to say that there is a part of the first base amigdash that is eternal. The fact that we say in the Rambam that the first Kedusha was for then and for the future, that the, that that, that Shleiman Melech sanctified the space for not just for then but forever. That is because the Shechina is there, and therefore the Kedusha of that area is eternal. Here the Ramam is introducing to us something much deeper. As the very structure of the has in it a part that is eternal, that is forever. The Kedush was built to begin with to be there forever. It has that hiding place in it that is meant to remain forever. So once we understand that which we originally thought was to save face, so to speak, for the Bayisheni, that the Bayisheni is not considered missing a piece because it has the Oroin bim koimoy in the place where it's supposed to be. Now we go back to the Bayisheni, this elevates the Bayisheni. It says that despite the fact that the most of the structure of the Bayisheni was destroyed, but the Makam Gniza was, was built there to begin with, and it's still there, giving the Bayisheni a sense of Nitzchius, a sense of eternity. Al and according to this, this 
gives us a, a, a much deeper understanding in the connection between the three Batimikdash. It's not that there were three totally independent buildings that are just related to each other because they have the same Caleb inside them or something like that. It's really truly one house, one building. The, the, the second base Amikdash and the third base Amikdash are really and truly not a brand new building. Nor their Erster Bayis, Bert It's the first building that's being rebuilt. It's like a renovation. You're taking a, you're taking a house, you're knocking it down, but the foundation is still there. The, the part of it is still there, and you're just rebuilding it in the same space. So, so in, a, in a sense, the second base Amikdash and the third base Amikdash are just like a renovation of the first base of Mikdash. So it's really all one big, one, it's really one, one structure. Shining the binyan from Ersten Bayes is Nikva Gagavarna, in the Shaiti Lost in Love Canal, by the building of the very first building, base of Mikdash. There was already something that was, that was established to be for then and for the future. Hashay Nitzchi eternal, Hashay Nivashlishi, the second and the third. And Shlema, the Rebbe brings a very interesting uh, a parallel to this. Shal Dedek Zobit Chiesa the same thing could be said about the resurrection of the dead. It doesn't mean that when Mashiach comes and there's going to be Tchiyas that Hashem is going to rebuild new bodies. We know that the body disintegrates. So what's going to happen then? Is Hashem going to start again and start uh, creating? No. Nor the Gufim Velen Ufki for the Matzamluz. We know that the Medjish tells us that everybody has in it, has in it a, 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 the loose bone. Which is part of the essence of the, of the previous body. Which that cannot be destroyed. The loose bone cannot be destroyed. And, and then what's going to happen is when Mashiach comes, that loose bone will sprout again and from it will be rebuilt the rest of the body. Similarly, in the Beis Amikdash, there was a Makim Gagniza for the Aren that was in the first Beis Amikdash that was never destroyed. And from there, it, the, the rest of the building sprouts forth. This is what the Rama means when he says he built there a place to hide the Aren. Their Makim Aren is that the place of the Aren is actually the most essential part of the Beis Amikdash. In Velches is and there's no possibility of destruction. Or disintegration. From this Makim Aaron. In other words, not only, like we said until now, that the Beis Amikdash, Bayi for example, is not missing a piece because it has the Aaron in the Makim Agnizah in the hiding place. Here the Rebbe goes even further. The Aaron, that's not just the, the, the place to hide the Agnizah. It's not just a place to hide the Aaron. The, 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 the Makim Agnizah is actually the, the core of the Beis Amikdash, from which the next, the next Beis Amikdash, the second and the third, so, we're going from, from, from level to level, into this incredible understanding, of, of, of the building of the Beis Amikdash, first we understood, that the Oren is a piece, of the structure of the building, then we understood that in the second base Amikdash it wasn't missing anything because that the Makkah Magnesia was built for this purpose from the very beginning. So it's in its rightful place and therefore the Kedush HaKadosh was still intact. Then we understood that that means that the base Amikdash is a Nitzchi because the Makkah Magnesia was built in it. 
Now we're saying even more than that. This Makim Aaron is actually the core of the Beis Hamikdash, and it, when there is a Churban later, the, 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 it is from this specific spot space that the Beis Hamikdash is rebuilt. In Sefiyot, the Rebbe goes to the next level and says that based on this, we now have an entirely different understanding of the Churban. In the Beis Hamikdash, the Beis Hamikdash cannot be destroyed. The Goyim on their own cannot have any control to be able to destroy a Besamikdash than Bayis Lashem, which is David's home. The fact that it was possible for there to be a destruction is their farvas in the Besamikdash Gufi, the Ais bin Yonoi, is given on the Sinis Makim and Afsharis of the Churban. Because when it was built, it was built with a possibility for destruction. Therefore, it created a possibility that the Goyim can later come and destroy it. Just like the way it is by Yid. That a, a Gentile cannot have any control over a Yid. Through his deeds or his actions. Sorry. Unless the Yid allows it. Unless the Yid, through his actions, through his deeds, allows the Goy into his life, in whatever, in, in, in whatever context that means, the Yid on his own cannot be controlled. The Rebbe adds something else even, even more powerful over here. Not only can a Goy not have control over a Yid, even the Abishter himself and the heavenly courts cannot have cannot have Control the yid. Under din was a paskinin afayidin muzaim did askama from the yidin. And when they do, when they do give a ruling on a yid, it has to be with the agreement of the yid. The Rebbe here is referring to a very famous teaching. Either on ifroin ba'adam adam midaite shalei midaite, or the fact that it says din v'cheshbin. Lefnei mi ata asid litin din v'cheshbin din before cheshbin. That we know that a yid. Is given, is shown somebody doing something and without knowing who it is, and he gives a judgment for that situation, similar to the story with um with Nasna Navi and David Amelech, when he after David Amelech took uh took Bathsheba. So Nasna Navi comes and tells him a story that happened, which is a, a parallel to the story that actually happened. And then Nasan tells him, Atta Ha'ish, you're the man I was talking about. What happens is the man, the person, judges that other person. And then it is revealed to him that you, you, you just judged yourself. And because you gave this judgment, therefore, Melamayla, you could be judged in this way. He knows the judgment that he's giving. He doesn't know that he's giving it on himself. And then he's told that, 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 that it's going to be done unto himself. So in other words, even in the Milo, when a Yid has to be punished or judged, first he, he is given the ability to, create, to give that judgment, and only then is that judgment meted out according to what he said. This is what Rambam is telling us, that the fact that there was able to be a destruction of the Beis Amikdash is because when Shlema built it, 
Not only did he know at that time that it's going to be destroyed, Shleima actually made it possible for the, for the destruction to happen. He built a place to hide the Aaron, so that way there's able to be a destruction, because otherwise there would be no Nitzchius, and it, it, there can be no Nitzchius. So therefore Shleima made it possible for the destruction to happen. So, see, if Yud is telling us something that, uh, that uh, is absolutely incredible, that a Goy can never come and destroy a Beis Amigdash unless Yidin made, made it possible, but then you're going to wonder one second, so, hey, why did Shleim do this? And why was he so happy about, uh, about we know that the, when, when, when Shleim HaMelech dedicated the Beis, the Beis Amigdash, the first Beis Amigdash, there was an incredible Simcha, and they, they didn't eat on Yom Kippur, uh, they, they did eat on Yom Kippur, etc., etc. It was something, it was something extraordinary. So what was the big Simcha? Since if Yalv, the Rebbe explains that the, despite the fact that Shleimah created the possibility for a churban, but it was a yiddish to say the chaliyah. But for them, goof of us in the zman for me, the beis hamikdash is midday kanzah simchon shturim. For us, it's demol kivayim. But for the very fact that in the time of the building of the beis hamikdash, with the entire pomp and ceremony that was taking place, then Shleimah melo gorgit terach. Like in the churban, Abayi Shleimah was thinking about the destruction of the beis hamikdash. Una nachitana pulu bekashalaz and actually did something to make it possible. Is moving as ech der churban is ben emes negiyah on bring some tachas from binyan Abayi. It's understood that this destruction is not a means unto it. Itself, but rather it was something that was necessary for the ultimate goal and purpose of the building of Mesamikdash. The destruction was not a means unto itself, it was not an end unto itself. It wasn't for the sake of destruction. It was for the purpose of reaching a much higher a level. A descent for the purpose of an ascent. Until we could be able to come to the third base amigdash, was with Zaina Bayis Nitzchi, which will be an eternal building. And then, with Zain Dishleimus and Binyan Base Amigdash, then you could reach the ultimate perfection of the base amigdash. For Umer with Zain Binyan and the Kutchabrichu, it will be a building that was built by Hashem. Mikdash Adnai Kainan Yodachal, like the Pasik says, that this is a Mikdash that was built by the hands of the Avish there. So since the, the first binyan, as we'll see in a moment, was a binyan of the Banash, it was a man-made building. And therefore, inherently, it was not an eternal thing. It had in it eternity, but it wasn't. It's it, it, Lema knew that it can't be forever because it was a binyan of the Banash. He wanted to reach, he knew that we have to reach a, a place of binyan of the Kutsu a building that is built by the Eibishter, which then it is totally eternal. And therefore, Shleiman knew that there has to be a Khurban and, and allowed it to be, so that way we could reach the binyan based on the which is a, a, a binyan nitzri. When does it? What the Rambam says? Beisha banu shleimas abayis. When shleimah knew who b'derech b'meila yodus asefer dicharev, he knew automatically that it has to be destroyed. The balance is binyan de banash because it's a man-made building. When the fire banu b'makim lignus bechulu, therefore he made a place for the high the aron. Erem lechatchila arangi gaben the binyan in his makim lechurban. So he he placed he he put created a, a possibility for the churban kidei. So that way we can destroy this one and then reach the ultimate ascent by, by, by destroying the first one and then being able to reach the third this idea that, the, the, that knowing that it's going to be destroyed is for the ultimate ascent that's going to come later is it is emphasized in this very 
ding the Shlema did. He built a place for the Arin, which has two extremes. On the one hand, it shows that it's a kind of building that ultimately is going to be destroyed. But on the other hand, the purpose of, the, of building this place of Gindiza is to address and to assure the the uh, eternity of this Arden and of the Beis Hamikdash. Because through this we guaranteed, as Eichem by Yishen is on the Tvel and the Binyan Bais, that also in the second Beis Hamikdash nothing should be lacking. Um vas Nachmer does the Arden does the Arden Gufos of Leib and Gans. This this guaranteed that the Arden should remain whole. Um for him that Tzadik Uvboy give Uvboy Uvgiboy Tvel and the Bais Lishi from which we will ultimately be able to rebuild the third Beis Hamikdash Canal Siftes. So in the last couple of Seifim, the Rebbe gave us that based on this halacha, this chiddush of halacha, in Rambam, it tells us that there was a nitzchis and bayis edition, which we may not have realized up until this point, that the, the Shlema built a place that would, that would uh, uh, assure that there will always be somewhere from which to rebuild the Beis Amikdash. So even though he was creating a place of Churban, a possibility for Churban, it was for a purpose of the Aliyah Shalachrizah. And therefore Shlema did both. On the one hand, there was a possibility for a Churban. On the other hand, there was also a, a uh, guarantee that there's going to be a Nitzchias and there's going to be a Beis Amikdash. See if you'd base. So now that we understand that the whole, the, what the Ramam is telling us on a deeper level is that the Shlema Amalek was, was making it possible for there to be a Khurban for the purpose of the Aliyah, the ascent that comes after it, which is the ultimate Beis Amikdash, the third in eternal Beis Amikdash. Now we can understand that the Shein is what the Ramam zokt, that in the Mokim Shnigas Be'arin, these expressions that the Ramam uses with regards to the place where the Aryan was hidden. In Matmanius, hiding places or, or caverns, tunnels, Amukais that are deep, and that are winding, that are not easy, that are not direct to get to. The Mitas that Abba is that Ilu was the Nagi Gaben Givarin in the Migdosh. With this, the Ramam is alluding to this unique quality that was given, that was placed into the Beis Amikdash through the fact that Shlema built a place to hide the Aron. Even though on the surface it's connected with the concept of the destruction of the Beis Amikdash, is a Bedavke Durch Der Yerida. When only once you have the descent, then by rectifying and repenting for this descent, you could reach the ascent. From the Yerida, you reach the Aliyah. What is the Aliyah? It reveals this level of hidden treasures. The highest, loftiest levels of godliness. That on their own, without the, the, the effort of the Yid, they are matmoinius, uh, they're hidden, amukos, deep, but deep, in the plural tense. Deep, deep. In other words, it's deep beneath the depth. And therefore, through a regular, straightforward avoida, one cannot reach this lofty level of, of, of elokus. 
but only once you have tshuva. But kumt when the adam firzich nitvihalikim asas adam yashon narbederek shel akal kolis. When a person does tshuva, which comes after the person conducts himself, not in a straightforward, direct way, as the Abishter intended it, or created him, but rather in a roundabout way, akalkolis. So a person did, went, took the wrong route, took the detour. This could make a, 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 a positive detour. That we are able to draw down these hidden treasures, which cannot be drawn down through the, the direct light, which means through the straightforward path. By taking the roundabout route, or taking the detour, you can now draw down this highest level of light of Elokus of godliness. Which this will be in a revealed way in the third base Amigdash, the eternal building. Which will be rebuilt and revealed speedily in our days. With the Geula, Amitis Vashlema, through Moshiach Tzidkenu.